0: Welcome to Modern Aikidoist podcast. Please help by liking, subscribing, and sharing this podcast if you're watching this on YouTube or BitChute. These are all free and help out a great deal. Word of mouth is how shows like this reach more people who are interested. Another way you can support this podcast is by way of a PayPal tip jar. You can leave a donation of any amount you like or set up a monthly donation just like Patreon or Subscribestar, only I don't make you pay for content in order to hear it. I only ask for your support. There is a link in the description. I sincerely appreciate your interest and support. A while back in episode 49, I touched on the topic of becoming a black belt. That podcast was called, Now I'm a Black Belt, Am I Good Enough? In another episode, number 68, I covered the traits of an outstanding martial artist. Both of these are relevant to this discussion, but for today's episode, I'd like to look at these from a slightly different perspective. That is, what an instructor looks at creating in a student to get them to showdown or first degree black belt. It's one thing to have an expectation or vision of what you, the student, want to be. However, what you want has little to do with the criteria that your instructor or organization demands of you in order to qualify for the rank. It is that criteria which will determine whether you are awarded the rank or not, not your own expectations. This is one reason the topic is so relevant. The other is that the benchmark for the future of the art lies in the overall quality of Shodan level practitioners. Now I'm sure that that statement will probably sound out of place or an exaggeration, but let me explain why I believe that. There are a few reasons why this is true. First, and this reason stands head and shoulders above the rest, is that almost everyone, both those outside the martial arts and practitioners themselves, look at Shodan as an example of a competent practitioner of that art. The perception of laypeople are even more broad, and presume that a black belt means that person is an expert in that art. Practitioners know better than this, and consider Shodan nothing more than a solid beginning. It's important to realize that the bigger the gap between what the general public believes and what we martial artists actually do, the more difficult it will be for understanding. People aren't attracted to participate in something they don't understand. This is worth considering when trying to address the image and reputation problem that Aikido is suffering from. You could sum it up in this way. If you tell someone that it will take five to eight years or more to be a black belt in Aikido, and that getting a black belt means you're not yet competent, then most normal people will probably dismiss the idea of taking up training. I don't think it's unreasonable to expect tangible progress for dedicating years to practicing something. The second reason is that Shodan's are, whether we like it or not, the standard which students are striving for. Unfortunately, many train diligently to fulfill the requirements of Shodan, go through their tests, and once they pass, they soon quit training. This is quite common, particularly with people who view that Shodan is the end goal of training, and once they have that, they know all there is to know about the art. Serious practitioners know better, of course, but this doesn't keep the drop-off in participation from happening. The third reason Shodan is the benchmark is that testing criteria are tuned to require a wide and deep set of skills. At least, that's the theory. In reality, the testing criteria that I've seen for Shodan leaves a lot to be desired. I'm speaking in general here, not of every Shodan test that I've witnessed. In visiting any martial art dojo, it's natural to look at those who wear black belts as being experienced, knowledgeable, and competent. They are ambassadors of the art that they were trained in. If they visit another dojo or train with practitioners of another art, they represent Aikido. Martial artists will assess the validity of Aikido based on how well they can perform. Having an Aikido Shodan make a poor showing only adds to the reputation problem Aikido has. That is, that Aikido is a nonsense martial art. This is the main reason why the Shodan practitioner carries the reputation of the art on his or her shoulders. One way this is usually dealt with is that Aikido practitioners tend to avoid getting together with other martial artists. If you cannot leave a good impression, then don't even try. I think this has contributed to Aikido's isolation and has helped foster an elitist mentality among a significant portion of Aikido practitioners. This is poor form and shows some pretty significant character flaws. Beyond the issues of arrogance and elitism, It means practitioners are missing out on learning some of the great things that other martial arts have to offer. I don't think this can be overstated. Training and learning from others outside your art is invaluable. Not just in the physical techniques that you learn, but in the friendships and relationships you develop. Aikido has suffered from a lack of connection with other arts. There are many practitioners who cross train, which is fantastic, but for everyone who does, there are 10 who do not. I include instructors in that rough tally, which is the real shame because instructors are examples of what high-quality practitioners should be doing. Students follow the example of their instructor. I've heard some instructors tell their students to seek out other arts and cross-train, but if they don't do it themselves, it comes down to do as I say and not as I do. This approach does not command respect. While showdown requirements vary from organization to organization, it seems the common standard is that students are expected to demonstrate a predetermined set of techniques from particular attacks. Basically, a list of paired katas. Throw in demonstrations of some weapons katas and that's basically it. Sometimes tests include what is called randori, but from what I've seen this is generally a giawaza of some kind. I've seen a few shodan tests which have some variations of this theme, but that general description covers most of what I've witnessed. The question then arises, What has the student really been trained for? What state of readiness are they in when they are put up for their Shodan test? Could they handle someone attacking them for real, or have they merely memorized the required amount of choreography? Each organization, dojo, and instructor are free to administer their tests as they choose. If the test suits them and what they're doing, then all is well and good, for them that is. What it does for the art in general is another matter. It seems to me that creating shodans who cannot make good ambassadors of the art and show competence and success in the presence of other martial artists is a point of concern. That is a minor concern, to me at least, compared to a shodan's likelihood of surviving an actual fight. If someone needs to defend themselves, having memorized a series of katas is not going to be much help. Granted, this is only my opinion, but shodan students should have the skills and potency to be formidable for any attacker. That means that they can perform well when they don't know what an attack is about to happen and they must be able to get the job done. It doesn't have to be pretty, but it has to work. It also means that they must be trained to deal with all kinds of attacks, not just overly stylized and well-telegraphed attacks that Aikido tends to focus on. If there was one aspect of Aikido which would result in a profound shift of perception, it is improving the qualifications to be an Aikido Shodan. There is a serious lack of quality control in this department. Why is that? I think the answer lies in the fact that organizations have realized that the black belt is the single biggest lure for students. They all want to be black belts and are willing to attend classes and pay tuitions to get it. That's the financial incentive, and it's very real. The other factor is that it's easy to train people to memorize katas and go through the motions. It takes a great deal of investment in the student to shore up their skills and address their shortcomings. That's a lot of work and most instructors either don't want to do that level of work or don't know how to train students to get the most out of them. After decades of erosion, the end result of the lackluster training method is limited student performance. It's an unpleasant fact to acknowledge but it is the truth. Only when we recognize the truth and do something about it will it change. Those who step up to change it will positively affect the future of Aikido. Who has the power to change this cycle? The instructors. They set the tone and are the examples. It will not be easy and most will not be up for it. That's the way of the world though. It is those few who see the value in improving who blaze the trail into the frontier. The masses tend to follow along after them. One might think, okay, what can we do starting today to ensure that every Aikido Shodan can be a solid and impressive martial artist who is well prepared to defend themselves? What about all the other black belts who don't have those skills? they will still outnumber those who do. Technically, yes, but you have to start somewhere. The journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. Most won't have the stomach to begin such a journey, and that's a reflection of character. It's one thing to talk about being a warrior. It's another thing to actually act like one. If someone wants to sit back and enjoy their rank while they lack the confidence to take their Aikido to other martial artists, then that's their personal choice. For me, Aikido can be so much more than that. It should be able to stand confidently among all other martial arts and command their respect. A competent practitioner can do this, and I've seen it with my own eyes many times. Every shodan should be able to do this. They're not unbeatable, but they should leave the impression that they are highly skilled and capable. It is the instructors who get their students to that point, and the responsibility falls upon them to make it happen. That's just my opinion. What do you think? Please share your ideas in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube, or go to the Facebook group Aikido the Martial Side and post a comment. The Spirit Aikido Online program is now live. Subscribers get access to video training and mentoring to techniques and training methods that I've adopted from other martial arts to make my Aikido more practical. There's a link in the description section. I invite you to check it out. I always enjoy hearing from listeners of the show, whether through comments or questions. Thank you all for sharing your interest. Enjoy your training.